Uh, life is short, so play hard. Life is short. So if this life is all there is, then do what you like with it. Yeah? Um, maximise pleasure and minimise pain. Um, eat, sleep, drink and be merry because tomorrow we die. Um, so for the last two weeks and for the next two, um, we're thinking through the question together of purpose. Yeah, um, Why we're here on the planet, um, why we're here, what we were put on earth for, what is our purpose in life, uh, is it simply to play more Xbox, uh, is it to be the best footballer or the best athlete, uh, is it to have the best marriage or the best ATAR or the most money, um, what were we created for? Um, now there's been hundreds and thousands of people through the centuries who have sought this very question. And they've sought to find meaning and significance and purpose in heaps of different places and more often than not in all the wrong places. Um, So tonight, as we do each week, uh, we're going to let the Bible speak uh, into this. Um, So if you've got your Bible in front of you there, open it up, um, uh, keep close attention to it. And if you don't have one, um, yeah, look on with someone next to you. That'd be good. Um, So this is the third talk in our series on purpose, why we're on the planet. Uh, Again, as Maddie mentioned earlier, two talks that have been done so far have been, what have they been? The church one, okay, which was, yeah, membership. That was Jono last week and two weeks before that, one week before that was magnification, yeah. Um, So essentially, church kind of runs, or the purpose of our life in a way, is, is based on these five M's which encompass more deeply God's word. Um, they're a reflection of um, membership, magnification, maturity, mission, and ministry. Um, yeah. So tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to have a, a look again at uh, Ephesians 4. It's going to be a real simple talk. Uh, What I'm going to do, I'm going to take us through what maturity is, what maturity is, why it's important, and how to get it, yeah? What maturity is, uh, why it's important, how to get it. So first of all, open up, Ephesians 4. Uh, What does it matter? Um, What does a mature person look like? What does a mature person look like? Does a mature person look like this guy? Um... You know, are they wearing kind of sophisticated clothes? Uh, maybe their hair's slicked back, they hold a pipe. Um, is that what a mature person is? Um, or is it whatever your grandma was telling you to do when you were younger and you kept playing up all the time, is that what you were supposed to be when you were mature? You know, or your mum or your dad roused on you. Um, have a look at verse 12 and 13 with me. Um, This is what the Apostle Paul has said to the Christians in Ephesus. So he's written to the church in Ephesus and he said here, verse 11, it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers. Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up Verse 13, until we all reach unity in the faith 
and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Um, So that's a massive mouthful of words here. Um, So I'm going to try and unpack this for us tonight. But I think what Paul is saying here is that that Jesus' goal for Christians is to become mature. Jesus' goal for Christians is to become mature and he explains what maturity looks like. Um, Jesus wants people um, to become mature or as the ESV, if you've got an ESV in front of you, it says uh, to enter mature manhood. Um, But the question is, to what level? I guess that's the next question we ask. Become mature, yeah, but to what level? Um, what does the completely mature person look like? Um, well, verse 13 says, Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So a completely mature person looks like Jesus. A completely mature person looks like Jesus. If all that I have just said makes no sense at all, know this, a mature person looks like Jesus. Yeah? The more a person looks like Jesus, the more mature they are. The less a person looks like Jesus, the less mature they are. So maturity is about being like Jesus, which means a couple of things. Um, There's such a thing as an immature or a mature person, yeah? You can't have... Just maturity without immaturity. So um, we'll we'll dive into that. So there are people who resemble Jesus, not perfectly. There's no one perfect except for Jesus himself. But they start to look like him. Yeah, There are are people who do not look anything like Jesus. uh, And so there's a sense that you can go between being immature to mature. Yeah, Um, But at the same time, don't ever think that um, you have made it when it comes to maturity. We're, we're all a working progress. Yeah, everyone's a working progress. Um, no one can say uh, I'm mature and I don't need to change anymore, um, because no one will ever look perfectly like Jesus. Um, but there's always going to be more to do. Um, and so God wants us to grow. He wants you to grow up in your faith. Um, but the question is. And the question I've got for you guys tonight is, do you long to grow up? Do you long to grow up? Um, Let's have a look at Ephesians 4 again. Follow on. Um, Verse 12, and we'll read to the end. Um, To prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, then... We will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Um, So in Ephesians 4 here, Paul's written to the Christians in Ephesus 
And verse 1, if you have a look there, he's urging them to live lives worthy of the calling that they've received. So this is specifically a call for people who are Christians. Yep. Um, And so, in other words, they've become Christians. Um, So they've become Christians. Now, Paul is urging them um, to live as Christians, to not go back to the way they used to live or had once lived. They'd once lived in the world, but now Paul is calling them to now um, uh, to live a changed life, a radically different life, and he now encourages them to live um, the way Jesus would have them. Um, so have a look at um, some of the key words here in Ephesians 4. Um, ver- words like verse 12, built up. Verse 13, become mature. Verse 15, grow up into Christ. Verse 16, grow. Um, all of those words are kind of used to depict um, what, what Christians are supposed to be, and more than just Christians, what the body of Christ is meant to be. Um, do you guys know Kelly Slater, at the age of 40, is still going pretty strong? Um, looks a bit like Jono, actually. <laughs> Not quite. Um, He's 11 times world champion, with over 55 wins and maybe more to come. Pretty amazing achievement by the world standards. Um, So maturity, maturity is a bit like training for a competition, yeah? It takes time, it takes focus, it takes discipline, it takes commitment, yeah? Um, Me, on the other hand, I struggle to write a mouth, let alone a shortboard. Anyway, Arnie Schwarzenegger. Was seven times Mr. Uni- times Mr. Universe. Um, this guy was a man mountain. Um, the discipline, probably wrongly put, but the discipline and commitment to become as strong as he was, it took amazing discipline. Um, I think one of his biceps would probably be the size of one of my legs. Well, maybe my legs are a bit small, but anyway. Uh, he, he, it was amazing discipline. Um, and so... The question I want to put to you guys tonight is how is your spiritual discipline going? How are you going with your Christian disciplines? Um, just imagine for a moment we were to put on some spiritual glasses, yeah? We were to put them on and we were to look around the room at each other. How would we see each other? Um, would we see um, strong, mature Christians or would we see kind of like little weeds. Um, if we were to look at each other, how, how would we see each other? Um, how would we want to see each other a year from now? Um, yeah. My hope is that every Christian, every person in this room, including all of us, would, would want to be different, yeah? We'd want to be different. Um, we'd want to grow. We'd want to mature. Um, so are you keen to grow or do you kind of have the attitude that um, I'm saved and that'll do? I've got my ticket. I'm, I'm, thanks God. I'm, I'm a Christian. Thanks heaps. But I'm saved and, and that'll do me. Um, Recognise that God has prepared a new life for you to live. Verse 12, to prepare God's people for works of service. Or 
Are you like, maybe maturity is only for a select few, kind of like teachers and gurus, something like that. Um, Realise maturity is for everyone. Verse 12, have a look again. So that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith. Or are you like, yeah, I'm a, I've arrived at a level that I'm happy with, I'm just content, um, leave me alone, I'm just going to do my own thing. Um, I'm content where I'm at. I don't want to grow too much more. Um, no. Philippians 1.6, you can chase that up later. You're a work in progress. God loves you. God owns you. God will keep growing and maturing you um, if you would only partner with him in that. Um, although people th- may think that they're mature, like Jesus, we can always be more mature which means that this talks for everyone. Um, that's what maturity is, being like Jesus, which is for all of us. It's for all of us. Um, so second point is why. Next question is why. Why does maturity matter? Why does it matter? Um, well, right after he explains what it is, Paul gives the reason for why maturity matters in verse 14. Have a look. Then we'll no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. So why does maturity matter? Because if you're not mature, you're not like Christ in unity and knowledge, you'll be deceived and messed up by the world. See, in the world there are all sorts of fads and fashions about Christianity and life itself. Um, there are people who try and teach you the wrong things about Jesus, um, sometimes on purpose to trick you and sometimes by accident because they really believe what they say. Um, this happens all the time. Um, some idea will come in that Christians should chase after miracles and put their focus on that stuff. Um, or if you give lots of money to God, he'll make you rich. Um, or that you're not really a Christian unless you, you can speak in tongues. Um, there are just all sorts of rubbish out there and people who are going to try and lead you the wrong way will try and do so. Um, and if you're immature, you'll be thrown around, you'll be carried off after whatever the new crazy teaching is. And so the image that Paul uses is as, a, is a, is as of a child or infant in the ocean. Um, has anyone here ever been in surf that's been too big for them? A few people. Um, were you just way beyond your own league? Um, I know I have been. Um, I remember spearfishing with a friend uh, off the Haven a couple of years ago. and uh, It was pretty big surf, but we came around the point and we were we were spearing on the other side, so the swell was washing around there. But um, the waves weren't too bad. Anyway, as we were, we were coming back in, we kept getting pounded against the rocks. Anyway, I managed to get out, but my friend, I was like, oh, my friend kept getting pounded, he kept getting sucked under a little bit of a, a, a ledge. Um, he ended up losing his weight belt. Um, he threw his spear for a while. He kept swallowing a heap of water. Um, and so luckily he eventually made it to safety but the point is my friend didn't have a choice about what happened to him yeah 
Um, the waves said, go down, and he went down. The waves said, go left, and he went left. Um, he was at the mercy of the swell. Um, so the ocean's powerful, and it's awful when it starts pushing you around. Um, thankfully, my, my mate was okay. But um, imagine a three-year-old in that surf. Paul is painting a horrible picture here of a baby in massive surf getting just thrown around. Um, that's what it's like to be immature and try and survive the world. Uh, like being a three-year-old in massive surf. Awful. Um, now, Paul is talking specifically about being pushed around by crazy new ideas and crazy false teaching. But the image is true for the whole of your lives, the whole of my life. Um, if you mature, you'll be strong and sturdy, like a house with deep foundations. But if you're not mature, not like Jesus, um, you'll be like a baby in massive surf. Uh, life itself will push you around and you will drift all over the place. Um, that's why maturity matters. Yeah. Third and lastly, how? How does maturity happen? Well, we know what it is. We know why it matters. Now, how do we get it? How do we get it? I reckon there's three quick applications that I want to make about how, to be, how, how we get maturity. The first is that maturity comes through saturating yourself in God's word. That's, that's the reality. Um, maturity comes by saturating yourself in God's word. Have a look at verses 11 and 12. Again, it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Um, verse 11 and 12, it gives us a list here of what Jesus has given the church so that it can be built up and mature. Um, the gifts are here, you can see apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Um, all of them are about the word of God, uh, the Bible being delivered to God's people. Um, their word gifts, their purpose is to mature us. And so maturity comes through time in the Bible. Listening to God's word, um, understanding it. Um, if you're not a great reader, um, I know this is an older one, but... Grab an iPod, download sermons, um, listen to sermons, um, grab the Bible on your iPod, you can listen to it. Um, saturate yourself in God's word. It's the only way that you will mature. Um, second thing, uh, I want you to notice about what maturity is and how it happens, is that it happens in the context of community. Yeah? Verse 13 until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Verse 13 says that we all reach unity, knowledge, and maturity. Jesus' intention is that we mature together. Um, I reckon, here's my little rant. I reckon we live in a culture that's really individualistic. I reckon we live in a culture that's really privatised. We want to do everything kind of by ourselves. We, we want to um, do things our way. We don't want to be told. 
we, we do things individually. Um, but that's not the Bible's call. The Bible's call is actually to community. Um, it's actually a drive and a push back against that. It's to be growing together. It's to be encouraging each other. It's to be doing things together. Um, so as you come to youth group each week, don't just think about yourself coming as an individual. Think about yourself coming here for the sake of everybody else. Every week you don't turn up to your G team or you don't turn up to youth group, you're actually denying other people of you. Does that make sense? Um, so it's done in community. Yeah. Um, so maturity is not an individual thing. It's done in community. That's why we need membership, like Jono talked about last week. The bottom line is you guys, um, you've got to get to your G team. If you're not in one, again, let me encourage you, get in one. It's... it's one way that you'll grow heaps. Um, so I reckon that's the most important thing um, that you'll do, it, do each week, so keep giving yourselves to it. It's good. Um, thirdly, um, following on from the last point, verse 16. Uh, as we mature together, notice that each part must do its work. Um, so I've just talked about the fact that maturity happens in community, but I also want you to see that it happens when we work. We work at it. Um, you won't mature by accident. You won't wake up tomorrow morning and say, oh, I just all of a sudden feel a bit more mature. Um, yeah, you need to work at it. It's, it's like riding a bike. Um, you don't stop pedalling, you fall off. Um, you've got to keep pedalling. Um, and so last thing is, again, um, church, youth group, the reading and preaching of God's word, uh, is the, at the core of our church and our youth group. Um, I reckon commitment to a G team, um, it's done in community, it's done together. It's not individualistic, privatised Christianity. Um, other things I reckon that are helpful are daily reading notes. If you, if you find it hard just to read part of the Bible, grab the notes, they're super helpful. Um, other things are, again, if you're not a great reader and you like listening to stuff, Talk to your leaders. There's a heap of free resources which are awesome on the internet. Desiring God's got some rocking good stuff. Um, you can grab, put some of that stuff on your iPod. Other books, I reckon this is an awesome book. It's, it's called World Views. It's by a guy called Simon Smart. And he kind of just looks at particularly our culture in the 21st century on a different things. Um, it's a bit more sort of philosophy stuff. So... Um, Things like consumerism, relativism, um, postmodernism, stuff like that. It's kind of worldviews, how different people see the world, how we see the world around us. So in a book like that, this other one here called Sophie's World. It's a bit, little bit thicker, but it kind of goes, yeah, goes back to like the Garden of Eden and through all of history kind of looks at different people's thinking, um, guys like Karl Marx and Darwin and different people like that. So it's a really good book. It's called Sophie's World. Um, lastly, um, yeah, keep giving yourself to God's word. Um, that's the way we'll keep maturing. I'm going to pray and Matt's going to come up and tell us what's happening next. Dear Lord, uh, thanks heaps for your word. Um, thanks for the truth of it. Um, Father, we recognise that 
Um, we are fallen, broken people. And so we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we can't, um, we can't grow on our own. We can't do things on our own. But we thank you for the forgiveness that we have in Jesus. But we pray, Lord, that we wouldn't take your word lightly, that we would understand it. We pray, Father, that you would um, give us a delight and a hunger for your word. We pray, Father, that you would um, grow us as a youth group that loves you, that loves each other, uh, and that desires to grow and mature uh, to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.